Hello and welcome to Experience Share. My name is... Your name is what? Sorry. Let me just start over. <laughs> I came in with such a weird, like, intro, and then I got in my own head It was kind of, it. like, circus-like. I got, my, I got in my head about it, and then I whiffed the remainder of the intro. So let me just, like, go back from the very beginning. Here we go. All right. Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Lertantis. That was a much better start and good nickname. Yeah. I'll pump you up. AKA Tanner Greenring. And I'm joined, as always, by my co host, Fielmantis. Wait, wait, wait. It's Lorantis, is you. Yes. And I'm Fomantis? Is that another one? Fomantis. Fomantis? Fomantis is the pre evolution of Fomantis. Lurantis. With the little sweetie arms where it comes out and it kind of does like a little, actually kind of a, a team skull grunt move. Oh, yeah. Like it's about to drop a diss track. AKA Joshua Fialstead. Yeah. We play through every single Pokemon game, root by root, week by week. Better. I'm just going to hammer it through. Maybe I have to start doing the intro. I feel like I can do that. Yeah, maybe you wouldn't botch it so Where hard. Where we too. play through every Pokemon game, root by root, week by week. You should just take it from me. Wow, that'd be really freaky. Let's do a baton pass. Ready? Yeah. So usually it's we go on a little tired, like a little jaunt on your name. Right. And then I'll come back and very like dryly say, AKA Joshua Fialstad. Uh huh. So then I would say. This is Experience Share, a Pokemon podcast where we play through every game, root by root, week by week. Pretty good. And right now we're playing Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I'm playing Ultra Moon. And I'm playing Ultra Sun. And I got a couple of real barfy Pokemon thanks to it. Yeah, you've had a couple of legs in a row of a lot of barf. It was it was a barfy leg this week. Joshua, and I know you skipped huge portions of it for some reason. I just never saw it on the map at all, and then I pulled up the It was pointless. I mean, but how did you know to go there? I was just following the walkthrough. Oh, well, I usually only ever open it for the notes, and it was like, go to the Mealy Mealy Sea slash Kala A Bay. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And it's that you had to go back to Halloween outskirts yeah like randomly just because we can surf and fly now how would i ever know that well you follow the walkthrough nobody told me that i hadn't picked up my game boy in, in like a week so i was like oh where am i where's my red flag and i couldn't find it anywhere on the bottom screen so i was like i better just look up what happens after kiawi's trial i see and what happens is you're apparently supposed to fly back to halawe and or what is it halai uh howley 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 and now that you have access to um, Lapras Surf, you can go around to all the little beaches and all the little islands and all the little surfers and clean up. No way to have known that. And the way you get there is you go back to the meadow where all the Oricorios are and you go back into that little cave. And then at the bottom of that cave, there's a little water patch that you can surf on and it takes you out to the bay. I guess I, I did know this. I should have thought to go back there and, and surf from it this time. Oh, right. Sorry. This is two different things. This These are two different things. The first thing is just the, the shores and islands around Mele Mele Island. And it's mostly just surfers okay. and wild water type Pokemon. You can get a Corsola out here, which I know you like. I do like it. I do like it. And it would fit in Parrot Head's team. 
Because the new way fishing works in this game is you you find these little like fishing spots now. You can like zoom around on Lapras and look for these little like fishing holes. These like bubbling. I mean, you can fish anywhere still. But now there are these like little bubbling fishing holes. No, I think you can only fish in the holes, right? Oh, really? I think so. Oh, okay. You can fish off the Lapras. In the little holes. But it has to be this bubbling underwater hole. <laughs> yeah. There's no kind of a dicks joke. And they're full of Corsolas. They're full of Remoraids. I guess maybe a chill-ass octopus would fit on. Uh, yeah, but uh, can I really do it again? Can it. I really do it again for like the third time, fourth time? You've already run that. Yeah. No, no, no. Parrot Head's got some different tastes. There is one other thing out here, Joshua, that I need to tell you about. And this is in the Melly Melly Sea? Yeah. Okay, what's that? It's my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. My first one. Oh, it's a barfy week. Because I didn't see it. And you're just hitting the, I mean, what are we, like five minutes into this? Wow. I know, I know. Wow. You forced my hand. There's a guy out here called Swimmer Kalani, and he is a swimmer, obviously. Mm-hmm. And if he catches you, he'll pull out my You Make Me Barf Pokemon, Marini. Oh, yeah. This thing. This is gross. I don't know any way around it. It's like an undersea gloom. Right? That's exactly how I would describe it. Yeah. It's gross. Um, it looks gross. And it's got gross little like fleshy spikes all over it. They look like nipples. It's poison water. It looks like it has like very long, saggy breasts all over its head. Oh, and it's a bunch of like postbules. Like it, it looks like a disease like anemone. And then it evolves into like a bigger version of itself, which honestly is is an improvement, I would say. Toxapex. But still not great. Yeah. Only an improvement because the body, the face of it. Gets a little tiny. Gets tiny and is sort of absorbed <laughs> by a disgusting. Like starfish. Outer shell of like. Yeah, it's gross. You would never catch me with either of them. Oh, yeah. I can run it. You can certainly run it. I didn't see any in the wild. A, a trainer had it. But. But could you live with yourself? Will I? No. <laughs> no. Oh, Toxapex is based on a crown of thorns starfish. Okay. Joshy's facty. Oh, and so I guess it has a relationship, a uh, symbiotic relationship with Corsola. It eats them. It's not symbiotic. Or the opposite of that. <laughs> the bad one. That's just eating. It's the Corsola's predator, Toxapex, which is like- uh, Predator prey? Crown of thorns starfish, I guess, preys on reef coral polyps. So Wow. That's gross. That's a gross fun facty. So then once you're done tooling around out here, and then there's like items and shit. I don't know. It's it's completely pointless. But you do have to go back to... Well, you didn't have to go back because in any logical way, you would never do this. It's nice to know, and I will go and do that because I'll go and get the extra levels from the trainers. But after Kiyoe's trial, you loop back down from the Volcano Park and then you end up at the base of it. And then there's just a tunnel that was previously blocked off that we're now to the north that's now opened up because we right, right, passed right. the trial. So it's like, why the hell would I like leave this island and go on this random quest to go look at some gross fucking diseased starfish? Because the walkthrough told you to. Right. Don't you listen to the walkthrough? No. I go my own way. Parrothead... Goes his own way. I go my own way. You know? Yeah. Fleetwood Mac. That's right. 
The other thing you can do is go down into Seaward Cave and pop out the back of that to Kalai Bay, which again is another like route back here, but it doesn't even have any trainers. It's just got a bunch of gear and a bunch of Pokemon, but it's all the same Pokemon I just talked about. Yeah, I figured. So on to the main event, Joshua. Oh, please. Dividing Peak Tunnel? Dividing Peak Tunnel. Not much of a name. It's funny that they named it that at all because it's literally, as I described, you just go north from the exit or entrance to the volcano park and then you just run through it. Yeah, it's a straight line. And then you're on the other side. There's no Pokemon in it. There are the Ultra Recon Squad. Oh, God. Who bother you in this Oh, and tunnel. they fight you this time. Yeah. Um, the, the, I guess, female. I don't, do they have gender? Do they fight gender? us? I don't think they, well, see- that's my complaint. They've got the like gendered hair <laughs> where one of them has like pink hair and one of them has blue hair and like, you know, it's like shorter blue and longer pink. And it's like, come on. Why are these robots gendered? There's just no reason for that. Yeah. They wouldn't have any reason for that. I definitely fought the robot that reads as female. I think we fight them at some point. I don't know that it's right Maybe here. Maybe it wasn't here. God, I can't believe we interacted with them more than once this week. Unfortunately. It all just like runs together in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we? So you end up at Route 8 on the other side of it. Oh, and Route 8's full of shit. Yeah, Route 8 is giant. Probably our longest yet. Uh Oh, do we want to talk about Poke Pelago? Poke Pelago, yes! Festival of Plaza, beans, I beans, did beans, end beans, up clicking beans. on just to like follow up. Unlike your being trapped in it last week. Ooh, my bean game is so strong. Poke Pelago is forced upon you. Oh, yeah. Right after the trial. I think once you get to the foot of the volcano, you're forced to meet. You're ushered in. You're whisked away to what's yeah, it called? Now that we have the Charizard glide to fly. What's it called? Like Mini Beans Island? Is, is it? It's not just the Poke Pelago? Like, how, how is that not the name? I have to. I have to look it up. I think the little like bottom screen island thing has a name. I think he said it at one point. It's an it's again like some trainer moan ushers you on this experience, just like last time. I'm assuming he's like a future trainer that we're gonna run into, but Isle of Beans. So yes, here we go. There's <laughs> different islands that you go you like enter into uh, in Pocopalago. And the one that you start on is called Isle of Beans. Isle of Beans. Oh, I get it. Isle, and then it's A-B-E-E-N-S. Isle of Beans. Isle of Beans. Isle of Beans. And then there's more islands, too. Uh, and they also have silly names. But anyway. I don't think we have those yet. This is where you make beans for uh, the cleanup screen. Yeah, your boxed Pokemon can hang out here. Yes. And then you basically have, like, a bean plantation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can put beans down on it. Yeah. And you will occasionally encounter very rare beans, like rainbow beans, patterned beans. I was wondering how you get more beans. And now I'm, my bean dreams have come true because I use those beans constantly. Uh, let's, get a, let's get a read on your Pokemon real quick. Let's get the, a read on what kind of trainer Parrot Head is. How often at the end of a battle, if your Pokemon needs grooming, how often do you hit that groom button? I would say... 40% maybe close to 50 because I made a discovery this week and now I think it's going to ratchet up but I think traditionally it's like 40% okay or like 
you know, a third of the time. And of those like one third of the time you click it, how often are you giving them a bean? Oh, every time. If I groom, I give beans. Yeah, yeah. I groom 100% of the time. If my Pokemon needs it, it's getting a grooming. Wow, that's such a... And then I feed it a bean every time. So I only have about two beans left when they finally opened up Isle of Beans for me. <laughs> feel like uh, Skullgrunt would not be that caring about his team. He's vain. He doesn't want like it when his Pokemon look like shit. Oh, I see. And like they're always getting so messy when they battle. They're always getting like globs of mud on them or like dust bunnies. And for some reason, like each one requires its own tool. It's like I could just use the towel for all of this. They're like, no. Towels just yeah, for mud. I'm not really sure why I need like a hair dryer plus a towel and then a comb and a brush. But towels just for mud. <laughs> uh I yeah, well I'm gonna do it more because I realized the Poke Cafe baristas I think give you rare candies when you interact after you buy a pineapple juice in my case, obviously, anytime I go to one, I'm always buying a pineapple juice at the Pokemon centers. Yeah. But I think that based on like how many beans you've given your Pokemon total, they will then give you a rare candy at certain levels. It also increases friendship. I have all of my friendship evolutions now, so. Oh, I wonder if I do. I must. Yeah, I must. But you're just. I must. I'm best friends with these things. I'm grooming them every chance I get. You're just throwing them out like Johnny uh, Apple uh, Bean. Apple beans. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am now. I am now that I've got Poke Pelago. Poke Pelago. I love it. Certainly better than the Festival Plaza, I would say. I love it. I'm never going to go back to the Festival Plaza again if I can help that it. That was terrible. That was my worst nightmare. Also, Moan was a lot more. I want to just quickly clarify. It's M-O-H-N. Yeah. I'm not saying his name is Moan. That's right. Moan. Moan. Sophocles was like a micromanager and Moan was a lot more just kind of like. Go nuts. Here's an island full of beans and your Pokemon and just fucking do whatever you want. Here's a box. Here's a tree. You're in international waters, baby. <laughs> no rules out here. No laws. All right. Well, Route 8, the very first thing that happens to you when you step foot outside of, of um, the Dividing Peak Tunnel is you're assaulted by some character who has a big, what I always saw as some kind of metal head device. That's what I always thought, too. But it's his hair. Now that we see Colress of Team, God, what was his team? What was who? Where was Colress? Team Plasma. He was like the chief scientist or something under Getsis. Now that we see him, the blue in, is really his hair. That's his bangs, and it's swooping around like a big. So it's halo. just like a dyed, like maverick, maverick hair. Yeah, it's a it's a bang okay. that is like swooping up and around. That seems like a lot of work. Can you believe that? They're making they have us believe that this guy's got a big bang that had like loops all the way around his head. I had to pay four thousand dollars so that I can get some short tussled hair at the Pokemon salon. Oh, I can't believe how expensive what does it cost the for this guy this to get this fucking. <laughs> we haven't talked about the haircuts yet. <laughs> what? He must be paying like uh, how? What? <laughs> What did John Edwards get in trouble for paying like $400 a haircut or something? This guy must be paying like 100000 <laughs> The haircuts in this game are unbelievably expensive. And also, they don't let you see what they look like first. That's crazy to me. And I, early on, I did a haircut and I was like medium length and like 
textured or something. And I was like, I can't remember, but I feel like they didn't give me a preview. And so on this leg, I went into another salon and I was like, well, I have a little bit more money. I'm going to give it another shot. And they don't. No. You go in and then you're like asked whether or not you want a haircut and you either say yes or no. And if you say yes, you just pay $4,000 $3, or $3,000 or whatever. <laughs> and then you go into the salon and then you have to just pick a haircut and they don't show you what it's going to look like. What the hell is that? And they're just given the most like the most like meaningless names, like layered medium haircut like it was i think textured and then i got a tussled one this time i'm like that's very similar and they look essentially the same they look almost which identical. was my experiment skull grunt shaved his head back in <laughs> oh, yeah i bet halawi <laughs> and it's been shaved ever since yeah just buzz cut no looking back on that one for him nope no maintenance he's got pokemon to kill or whatever <laughs> still don't really know what pokemon what team skulls mission is i'm not patronizing any of these fucking salons again whoop, whoop, whoop. what's that klaxon going off trainer danger Sounds dangerous yeah <laughs> right behind colrus it's just a, it's like a parade of <laughs> of interesting characters out here on yeah, yeah. <laughs> because right after colrus there's a man and a boy standing next to the Pokemon Center. Mm -hmm. And you approach the man and the boy, and the boy says, my father has taken me here because we're going to go into the lush jungle and catch my favorite Pokemon, Oranguru. Oh. Which brings me to my second You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week, <laughs> Oranguru. Now, Joshua, if you would have approached this boy, you may have, I don't know, but he wouldn't have asked you for Naranguru because you don't have Naranguru. No, I don't. You've really won the battle here because you have Pissimian. Yeah. Who's way better, much cooler looking. Yeah, it's much cooler looking. I don't, I'm not like a big monkey fan. So like, I wouldn't use you either. You don't run any of the monkeys. Either of them, but. yeah. I think it's indisputable that Pessimian is superior to Oranguru. Oranguru. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Oranguru is awful and looks terrible. Yeah, like Pessimian is like kind of a cool design. But Oranguru is psychic type. Right. Which is nice. Whereas Pessimian is fighting type. So it would get destroyed if they were fighting. If they were fighting. Except, no, no, no. Oranguru is also normal. He's normal psychic. Oh, that makes it so a little. So it would be a wash. That makes it a little <laughs> interesting. I do like a lemur, and I guess Pissimian is is based on a lemur specifically. He's got a little helmet. I'll take a oh, lemur. He looks so cool. He's yeah, got like a little. He uses like little like cocoa nuts as weapons. Yeah, it looks like really good. I love him. Would that would that fit on Parrothead's team? Maybe. Oh yeah, Are you kidding me? Lemur is really chill. What do you think he keeps in that melon? <laughs> melon juice. Yeah, and we need that for all of our mixed drinks. So. What else did you find on Route 8 out here? Anything interesting? Well, from there, we move on to what appears to be the region's mega corporation. Yes, we have met them before. Yeah, we didn't. I don't think we commented on it, though. We have like a sideshow interaction with Aether Foundation. It was back in um, Heia Heia City. 
by out by the mall where you get the Gracidia, there's also a I don't know, a storefront for the Aether Foundation out here. And you can have some kind of interaction with them, although now I'm don't I don't remember what it was. Although I remember leaving it thinking they're friendly. They are here because they've got a little what it basically it's set up outside of the lush jungle, which we're going to be heading we into. We know they're shortly. bad guys. We've seen them chasing Cosmog in the fucking intro of the game. But as they say here, they've got that Alolan Vulpix like on a ta- operating table and they are trying to resurrect it. Oh like they're trying to like save its life with Masala. That's right. Yeah, and we are able to help it because we helped it back at uh, Westworld. Sorry, this is not a Westworld podcast. It's uh, Paniola. <laughs> Paniola, uh, and here they're like, "Oh, thank you for like this Vulpix just reacted really strongly to you. Maybe you can help us out." And then they ask us to something. What with the Vulpix? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't know. Um, I of course said no to the request because. Skullgrunt has to say no to every request. They were like, oh, this dying uh, Alolan Vulpix needs your help. Can you please help it? And I was just like, no. And they're like, oh, okay. And I just walked out of the place. <laughs> right. So uh, I guess you you get to do a quest with the Vulpix later if you want. Um, so Aether Foundation comes off as being kindly scientists who are trying to protect Pokemon. You think that's going to hold up? No, I know it's not, Joshua. They also appear to be at <laughs> odds with Team Skull. They're in the intro of the game. <laughs> yeah. Everyone that is at odds with Team Skull. They're the bad guys, Joshua. Well, so that implies Aether Foundation's good or neutral. Neutral. Neutral it just evil. It implies that you have a black and white way of thinking about the world, if anything. I have been struggling with the concept of good and evil in this season yeah that's true but i suspect they are the ones who are behind such innovative technology that we love such as the ride pager god i hope not tbd before we will actually go into a segment about where they rank because we need to actually find out who makes all of this great technology they've got over here in alola yeah we don't know maybe maybe they're just not really about like brands in alola you know they're just like yeah we all just have like we just all have this. Could be Devin shipping it out here. Yeah, I hope it's Devin. Me too. Devin's still like number one for me. Uh, I agree. From there. What? You got more to talk about? Yeah. Wow, Route 8. What a route. We're not done with Route 8, right? I think all this stuff is on Route 8. It is. It's a, It's enormous. <laughs> Although they are basically, you basically go one screen and here's Aether Foundation base. One screen, here's the next thing. One screen, here's the next thing. Do you want me to talk about those next things? Yeah. Okay. Hit me. Take me on a tour of Route 8, Joshua. The Fossil Restoration Center is the next thing. Ah, what do they do there, Joshua? There's a seemingly mad scientist, Tyrone, who is like the Dr. Hammond of Poke Earth (laughs) from Jurassic Park. (laughs) Sure. He wants to create a park filled with marvelous Pokemon revived from fossils. And he's got an Amora and an Ammonite. Kind of cool, actually. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. This is where you would do Kind of a cool idea. If only the fossil Pokemon weren't also fucking heinous. Right. And also there aren't that many. It, it seems extremely time and investment intensive to actually resurrect them. Plus like. Well, I don't know. You can buy them. There's Joshua. There's literally a, a facility on every single in every single nation on Poka Earth. Yeah. There's a facility where you can revive 
Pokemon fossils. So I don't actually think it's that difficult. So this guy doesn't really have actually the vision that Dr. Hammond had. Anybody can get a fucking fossil. There are no, dime he's a got dozen. A, he's got here. a fossil restoration machine is yeah. what he's got. Well, <laughs> and that's a start, you know? Yeah, yeah. Jurassic Park started with a dream and that little DNA guy. Are you going to find Parrot Head as part of the uh, seed round for this fossil park? No. So you got that kind of money? Uh, he made some money back in, you know, back in the day. He's, he's, he knows his way around. Yeah, he's thrown some money at some kookaloony ideas, but a couple of them have paid off. And that's why he's able to just relax. That's all you need. Run around and relax. You can get one in five to even just break even, you know? <laughs> yeah. Let's go to Lush Jungle, Joshua. All right. Or is there more? Okay, well, there was one thing right next to the Lush Jungle. Oh. The roadside motel. My only comment oh, about yeah. this. I mean, you run into Gladion. Gladion is here for some reason. For some reason, all the motels here. There's motels everywhere, and they're all booked up. Right. And this one's no exception. But except when you ask the front desk woman, she's like, oh, someone from that team Skull is staying in room one. And you go in there, and it's Gladion. And Gladion does the only reasonable thing anyone should do. If someone walks into your hotel room without right. knocking. Everyone in Pokemon should be doing this, to be fair. And says, go away. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> and you do. And it, he won't say anything else to you. Or they, I, I don't know what Gladion is. I think Bulbapedia refers to Gladion as he. But yeah, I think so. Sort of a genderless character. Yeah. Much more reasonable than like, oh, hey, welcome to my hotel room. Do you want to fight Pokemon with me? Right. I'll go ahead, dig through my trash. <laughs> oh, there's leftovers in there? Great. Or steal this precious rare item that I have sitting on my desk. You can have that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's my that's my TM. I saved up a lot of... Oh, you're taking it. Oh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. The only other thing at the roadside motel is that it has a big parking lot. Oh, yeah. And then the trainers that you can fight here are all golfers. Oh, weird. For some reason, and they're all just swinging... They're clubs in the air in a parking lot. There's no golf course. Do you think it's a mistranslation? <laughs> but they're animated and look like golfers. I know, but <laughs> that doesn't mean that doesn't mean anything to me. My mind is trying to get that to click into place, Joshua, and it doesn't. It's not clicking. No, it's very confusing. And one of them has a hoot hoot, and then the other one has a natu. What's the theme here? They got birds for some reason. Birds? Golfers. <laughs> They're in a parking lot. We haven't seen a golf course. They were outside of a jungle. <laughs> this is also like not the first time we've met mysterious golfers. There was that mysterious golfer who gave us the flyny Oh, you're right. Up at the top of a mountain. God, Hill. the golfers are even more bizarre than the fucking robots. Yeah, very strange. Very strange collection. Like I interacted with robots this week, and here we are talking about golfers. Huthoot and Natu. <laughs> They're both unevolved? Yeah. What's going on? There are all these weird characters every now and then, these weird pairs who will have like non-Alolan Pokemon, you know, like a regular Grimer and a regular Mouse. Yeah, like the, there's a karate family here too. <laughs> karate family's new. Karate family's cool. I like that. Yeah, that's like a dad and his son, and they both have machops. Let's let's dive into the jungle, Joshua. Okay, well, let's go into the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Well, we, we got, got fun, fun and games. games.
lush jungle. You enter and you're told you're you're whisked into the trial screen. Welcome to the trial. Yeah. Right into this it. trial is for someone called Mallow. And she is sort of a grassy. I don't know. She looks like a farmer, kind of. She's got like green hair. Yeah. Parrothead got along with Mallow pretty nicely. She's got a lot of that good, good shaman leaf, you know? They've worked together before. Her mission for you, should you choose to accept it, is to take this bag <laughs> yeah. and to go around the, the jungle foraging for various things. They're going to make a big stew at the end. Not just Mallow, but um, Kiawi's here too. And the other one. The other one. <laughs> the water one. Lana Del Rey? Lana, yeah. Yeah. To draw out the uh, the totem Pokemon. So you go around and you ki- you have to collect a Magoberry, a Honey, and a Big Root. And you have to do it in a way that's very obtuse. It was hard to understand. They tried to give you like a little bit of like a guide. Yeah, did you even understand it? I literally didn't. Sort of. I managed to pull it off, although I'm not sure I understood how. No, I pulled it off, but I think I just got lucky. So if you watch... She adjoins you for the Mago Berry, and she's like, watch the Mago Berry. If you watch, like, every now and then, Pokemon will, like, walk by, and you need to go grab the Mago Berry when they're not walking by. Is that right? Or, like, you need to find the one that there's not Pokemon near. There's some way to trigger an event. Yeah, or, I mean, that's, but that's what I thought was crazy to me, because I thought it was just basically, if the Pokemon sees you, take the item. They might react, but they might not care. I don't know, Joshua. Uh, I don't. I didn't. I didn't care. Uh, somehow I managed to pull it off. But what what essentially happens is if you don't, <laughs> there's a binary. If you go and grab the thing that you need to grab mm-hmm. without the Pokemon seeing you, then you don't have to fight the Pokemon. If you grab the thing you need to grab and the Pokemon sees you doing it, you have to fight the Pokemon. <laughs> yes, at the end of like gathering all the, the items, and then they will fight you in a row, or you fight none of them. I fought right after the other. Potentially all Leading of them. up to the totem Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I managed to somehow get past the trial without drawing any attention to myself. So I didn't have to fight anything, but... Oh, I fought the Pseudo-Wudo. I think that's it, actually. I think I somehow got away with this, but I really didn't understand it. Yeah, me neither. You're telling me, kid. <laughs> so you gather up all these ingredients. They've got a big, like, cartoon cauldron, and... You pour everything in. Everyone has a different thing. Like the big root is spicy and it belongs to Kiawi, so he puts that in. Yeah. And then the big totem Pokemon comes out. Lorantis. Lorantis. Who looks like um Joshy Sweetie. Bug trainer? Who looks like Joshy Sweetie. Before you go into whatever you're about to say. It looks like that one artist bug trainer who had like Bugsy long stripy pants like this too. Is it Bugsy? No, it wasn't Bugsy, was it? No, you're right. <laughs> the artist one. And so I typed in immediately Bugsy artist and then it just goes Banksy. <laughs> Do you mean Banksy? <laughs> He's in Castilia, right? Berg. 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 Energy. It's got kind of Berg vibes a little bit. Definitely. Same style pants that they both have. Yeah, I think that's why. I think that's why it's reading as Berg to me. And big hair. And the pants are what 
made me think I was maybe going to reject Lorantis, but... You don't like it's like sharp slacks? The vibe is really good. And it is like a... I guess it's an orchid mantis specifically. I was just defaulting to praying mantis. Faux mantis looks a little bit more like a... No, it doesn't really. I like both. Yeah, I like both too. As I was commenting about faux mantis earlier, but um, I like it. I think that it works because in this case, it's got like... You're basically assuming this is kind of like camouflage. So it's like, I believe that those maybe aren't actually fleshy pants. And it's just like the colors that are on Lorantis. And yeah, I just think praying mantises are cool in general. I think it'd be more like a carapace. Yeah, it's a carapace. One other thing I want to talk about before we talk about fighting Lorantis and Mm -hmm. our teams, Joshua, because we are going to battle tonight. Finally. Is a Pokemon I encountered in Lush Jungle. Who is that? It's less about who it is and more about what it is. And I'm curious, Joshua, if you think that Morlul is a bad guy. Hmm. Morlul. Um, no. Okay, hear me out. (laughs) It's kind of a cutie mushroom, and it's grass and fairy type, which are both pretty clean you know, they, they're clean types. They don't get their hands dirty. Let's talk about who Morlul and Shinotic are as Pokemon. I think the game wants you to believe that their thing is that they're light. Mushrooms that make light. Well, because they are animated exactly like that. Yeah. You get a lot of light-based moves based on that. Like, when you catch a Morlul, if, you know, if you're allowed to catch one and run it. Right. It knows Flash, you know, and it, it they just keep learning such weird moves. But what Shinock... Dazzling Gleam. Shinotic and Morlul are actually good for, Joshua, mm-hmm. is all their sleep moves. Oh, because it gets Spore. Does it? Sleep Powder and then ultimately Spore. Yeah. It is essentially Mayor Sleep, the Pokemon. Yeah, I guess Unseating Breloom or Parasect. Yeah. And Dream Eater. I mean, I can see Shinotic... Shinotic, hypnotic, shinotic. Okay, shinotic probably. I can see shinotic being more I evil. I thought it was shinotic, like Mike Shinoda from- uh, What? Who? Mike Shinoda from Linkin Park. He's the guy who did the rapping. Wow. That's a Tanny's fun facty, I guess. Shinotic. Knowing the name of anybody from Linkin Park. Yeah. Shinotic, to me, has dead eyes and kind of a dead face in a similar way that I think- Toad from Mario, Toady Wartface has, and that's disturbing to me. Did you watch The Simpsons growing up? I wasn't allowed to. Like everyone else? My mom didn't like their voices, and so I couldn't watch it. There's an episode where Mr. Burns, Homer's dad, everyone thinks he's an alien because he's like on drugs. Wait, Mr. Burns is not Homer's dad. I've seen a number of episodes (laughs) now. You can't try to pull one on me. Homer's boss. (laughs) Oh, I've, I've I've watched that one with, with Bobby was a big fan, and we've watched a couple of seasons at this point. I have seen So you've seen episode. the one where he's like wandering through the woods, and he's like, he looks like Shinotic. That's what Shinotic looks like. Okay. Mr. Burns is like drugged up and glowing, and everyone thinks he's an alien. That's what Shinotic looks like. Okay, I see that. Definitely. Can I do another quick segment? So I guess- Before we talk about our teams- one quick segment, one quick oh, segment. Okay. Bad guy shit. I haven't really given my full- I'm running it anyway. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. I don't care what you think. 
Because I still wasn't really convinced, but I guess so you just you're able to just override any of my rule, any of my rulings. Yeah, bad guy. I'm a bad guy. It's my villain arc, Joshua. So why are we even why do we even have is it a bad guy at all? Why don't you just have bad guy shit? I don't care what you think. I'm just going to run it because I want to. That's exactly what I'm doing. But it nullifies the purpose of the aforementioned segment is what I'm saying. Nullify this. <laughs> That's more bad guy shit. I flipped him Bucketers, off. Catchers, he just flipped me off. Very sophisticated. Let's talk about our teams. All right. These are the teams we brought in to face Lorantis. And Lorantis never stops calling allies. Okay, yeah. It was like a battlefield. This was a nightmare. This was just like a slugfest. Yeah. To just try to break through and hit this Lorantis. It draws upon a Comfy, which is like a little flower ring, and a Kecleon at one point. Yeah. But they know some like synergistic moves yeah like the comfy has flower shield which raises the defense of any grass pokemon on its team by one anytime it's used right and so it would just use that and then it's boosting lorantis and then it also used sunny day both kecleon and what's the other one called comfy have sunny day and then that allowed the Lorantis to use Solar Blade just as a one-off instead of having to charge. Yes, exactly. So it was rough. And then you're just sitting there trying to hack away at this Lorantis. And it was again, like, I think that I... And synthesis. It empowers synthesis, too. Sunny yeah. Day. So that would be more powerful. Which Lorantis also knows. <laughs> it really only... Like, Kecleon was easier to take out than Comfy, and then Comfy was trouble because by the time I finally killed it, Lorantis was just so buffed up Yeah, that it still took forever to actually hack and slash it to death. Absolutely no issues for me. Oh, you didn't have any issues? No, I came in here with Toracat and Alolan Marowak and just burned the fucking Lush Forest to the fucking ground. Joshua. My fire Pokemon at the time was a relatively low level and it got killed a couple of times. I just like, I just dropped them, dropped everything in front of them. All right. Well, tell me what you dropped them with on your team. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. Thank you for asking. It's a level check. Uh, Which we'll do after my this name break. Is. Oh, fuck me. Oh, we forgot to do break. <laughs> gotcha. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Joshua. You've emasculated me. <laughs> That's fine. Humiliated. Gets you more comfortable with your sexuality. I think I'm going to have to sleep on the couch tonight because I don't know <laughs> how I can go to like my marital bed with my wife. No. I'm so humiliated that you dropped the break on me. And you did it like 45 minutes into the episode. Late. Could have been no way for you to tell. It, it almost never happened. It could have just not happened. I had to take the wheel. Joshy had to take the wheel. Skullgrunt is a bad guy. It's my it's my villain arc this season. I'm being a bad guy. And Skullgrunt aspires to run 
Team Skull someday and is well on his way. Right. He only runs mean Pokemon and Dark type and Poison type. Mabel, Alolan Marowak, level 33. Love it. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Love this thing. It's got a it's got an ability. Well, you'll see. We're gonna battle. It's got an ability called Curse Body. And you'll have to see what that's like. I think I experienced it uh in the last trial, but I already forgot. Ariana. I didn't like it. Vullaby. Level 30. And what I've written here in the notes is more like Vullaby. Not running this thing anymore. It doesn't evolve until level 54. Vullaby. You, you expect a... me to have this like ugly egg <laughs> vulture on my team till level 54? And then I get what? Mandibuzz in like for all that effort? No, thank you. Boxed. It's a lot of work for you to just you after know, this boxed. Get it off. <laughs> Out of here. I also like that you put in the notes, more like Volabai. This thing doesn't evolve until 54, but then you remembered that you've already said it should actually be Volabai because it's based on Lullaby, we think. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Colress, Chargebug, level 29. I have absolutely no idea when this thing evolves. I haven't looked it up yet. God, I hope Ooh, it's not. you're not going to like it. You're not going to like it. Is it Thunderstone? I've run Vikavolt before. No, it's more complex than that. Oh, is it Magnetic Zone? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, where's a Magnetic Zone? I guess we'll find one. I didn't do it in this generation. I don't know where it is here. Uh, Giovanni Toracat, level 31. Ran the show this week. Papa Giovanni. Commander Mars, low punny, level 29. Still fun. Quick. She's fast. Mm-hmm. And then, welcome to the team. Mayor Sleep. Yeah, just straight. Genotic, level 28. <laughs> not a villain, not a villain from the games, but a villain from our show. Okay, with that branding, I think you can get away with it. Well, welcome to the team, Shenotic, Mayor Sleep, level 28. You know what I watched recently? Doctor Sleep, the sequel to The Shining. Mm. Actually, pretty good. The movie? Yeah, it's good. Jack really loved the book. So now I'm being inundated on all sides with <laughs> Dr. Sleep. Ewan McGregor, Rebecca Ferguson. Very interesting how they do it. Parrothead, tell me about your team. Okay. Parrothead, who is assembling a like-minded flock to grill chill and hopefully not spill their drinks on their way, bandying about the Alolan Islands. We've got Hoot, Dartrix, level 32. We've got Tango, the two cannon, level 29. Ooh, hell yeah. Loving did you, it. Did you, were, was that thing ever even a Trumbeak? It was for like one episode. <laughs> I made sure to take care of that because I knew that we were going to be battling. Oh. It was just always immediately evolving. But I mean, I can't believe it. It evolves so quickly. Like it's in its final phase at level 28. Yeah, that's Like Picky Peck evolved to Trumbeak at level 14. Oh, yeah. So... They get it over with quick. It's like faster than the starters. Yeah. And then we got Fruitcakes, Noibat, level 29, which I am keeping around, although that does not evolve until level 48, and it is so weak. Oh, really? But it turns into like such a fucking cool-ass Pokemon. Level 30. Although, have we, have we had words about how much of a hypocrite you are for having a bat on your team, Parrothead? Well, because you think that it should be a bad batty? I don't think it should be bad, but I don't get how it's chill island vibes. Because it's the sound system with its big ears that are able to like give us the chill tunes from Jimmy Buffett 
that we use to get down. Plays the tunes? And it loves fruit. Okay. I like I like the fruit part. Uh, yeah. Yeah, some, something in there. You can, you know, pick one of those. We're not going to- Speaker gonna... ears is weak, but I like the fruit part. It's got ears that look like speakers. Yeah. So it's always getting down to the Jimmy Buffett tunes. And then, yeah, the love of fruit. And we love pineapple juice. Oh, dream come true. Yeah. Does it look sort of like mean? Sure. But you know Neubat doesn't. Neubat doesn't. The other one does. Neuburn does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I you got to I got to have that. I got to be able to have that. Somebody needed to be able to run That'd it. Be like your mount, you know? That's what Parrothead flies around on. Yeah. A giant bat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh cheeseburger is a Snorlax now. I figured it out. Happiness evolution level 29. That's why you got to be grooming them. Yeah, and Snorlax, now that it's evolved, is even more fun because now when you go to the um, the grooming phase, its stomach is the bottom screen on the DS, and then its head and, like, top of its body is the top <sighs> screen. That's funny. And so you have to, like, rub its belly, and it's reacting up top, but when you feed it beans, it will, like, move down to eat them. That's funny. Yeah, it's cute. That's a nice touch. And then Jimmy... Pikachu, level 31. When are you pulling the trigger on that thing? Uh, not for a while. I have to wait until it gets Thunderbolt, which I think, I looked it up. It's like level 43, I think. That's not too far off. Yeah, and then I'm evolving. I just want to see that sweet surfing boy. We all do. We all do. And then we've got a newcomer to the team. Joe Merchant, the Fletchender. Fletchender? Fire flying that turns into talon flame. Why are you running a Fletchender? Because uh, I want a talon flame. Oh, okay. That's an exotic bird. Parrothead. Yeah, you're right. I I don't know why. I don't know why that seems so weird. <laughs> that to me. one seems weird. I guess because it was last gen. Yeah, well, they're but you're right. They're clearly not all from this gen. And then for those curious, you're right. Uh, uh, fire falcon. Very chill. Exactly what I expect to see when I'm on the beach. It's too mean. It's a falcon, Joshua. I will say this. Noibat, because it's going to be so much work, even if you're questioning it, I'm going to get a Noibird one way or another. Toucanon and Pikachu are definitely staying. Talonflame is flying. Well, yeah, it, it definitely qualifies under the like technical restrictions, but I'm not necessarily committing to Dartrix, Fletchender, or Snorlax overall. Wow. I mean, because the final... What what is I guess it? I'll stop training so many fucking fire Pokemon then. Because Decidueye is ghost f- grass, right? And has a kind of sinister look. So yeah, a little sinister. It's also not technically flying anymore, but obviously it's an owl. So like, I can get away with it. But I, if I do really want to make it to the final trials with like a very chill team, that's down to just vibe. Yeah. Then I think Parrot has going to have to ask himself some tough questions, you know? Yeah. I mean, I have to keep Giovanni on the team because he doesn't even turn dark type until he turns into Incineroar. So technically he's like... Questionable. Not even supposed to be on my team right now. It's questionable. And I also have to keep him on the team because I do plan on he and uh, Commander Mars, Lopunny, getting married. Who in, is getting married to Lopunny? Giovanni, the Incineroar, and Commander Mars, the Lopunny, are going to get married. Do they want that? Yeah, they're in love. Oh, okay. Okay. So they're going to get as married. As long as they're in love. I don't really know how that works um, with the mechanics, but I'm not going to think about it. And I'm not going to, certainly not Googling it. Yeah. 
Mm. But quickly, quickly to just address the elephant in the room. Fletchender is named Joe Marchant because Joe, Where Is Joe Marchant is a novel that Jimmy Buffett wrote in 1992. Whoa, really? Did you know that he was a novelist as well? No. This renaissance man. What a jack of all trades. And it was a New York Times right, bestseller. let's go bash these things so. together. <laughs> okay. I need to battle you now. I must. All right. We're going to finally grind them up for the first time this season. Let's find out if Parrothead or Skull Grunt's going to come out on top. There's some nice parody with levels. So this is going to be pure skill. Other than the mayor's sleep. Yeah, That. other than that. We'll be right <laughs> back, bug catchers. All right, Joshua. What a battle. That was good. Hard fought. Right up to the end. Came down to one Pokemon. You won with your Dartrix at full health. Surprisingly, yeah. Both of us had some tricky Mon for the other. Most notably for me, your Snorlax is a real pain in the ass. The Snorlax cheeseburger saved my ass for sure. It knows a tricky little move called, what is it? I had rest and your Shinodic kept Mayor sleeping all my other Pokemon. And when I finally, it had just fainted one of them. And so once I brought out Snorlax that was already a little damaged from its previous battle, I decided to preempt that and I used rest. So I healed myself and then I also had taught, it just learned Snore. So then I just started attacking you with Snore while I was sleeping. Yeah, and I, I took the opportunity to ingrain my Shinotic and just really double down. But that battle of, of wits, eventually, you your Snorlax peeled off most of my team then. Yeah, eventually I ended up being able to uh, body slam you, and then I did my Z move breakneck blitz on whoever came out after that. Chargabug, I guess, or maybe Volibi. I think it was Volibi, and my also, my Pikachu had managed to not be as effective as I was hoping, given that- Came out of sleep. It had super effective moves on- two of your mon but it had managed to nuzzle two critical pokemon which was the shinotic and then the marowak right so i was left with marowak at the end who was still paralyzed from pikachu's nuzzle yeah which really fucked me because you couldn't do it i my marowak then chewed through your entire team until we got to dartrix but by then i was confused yeah i was paralyzed and I was in ill health, so you made quick work of me. Bone Meringue is so good. Bone Meringue's great. It knows Flame Charge. One hit KO, the Pikachu. Well, it had some damage, but it was huge. And then Cursed Body. Cursed Body's great. Has the 30% chance of disabling whatever move was used against it. So yep. that sucks. Incredible. And that did work. It worked on Pikachu at one point. It disabled something. Yeah, it it disabled Nuzzle, but then you just killed it anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah. But then it just really came down to uh, the fact that your the final matchup was Dartrix versus Marowak, and I only pulled that off because you had used Thrash to take out my Fletchender, I think. Mm -hmm. And then you hit the three times, so then you got confused, plus you were paralyzed, and then they basically alternated, so there was some amount of luck there. It was three turns in a row. Like you either being paralyzed or attacking yourself, and then I managed to just do ominous win three times. Good battle. And take it out. But I thought you were going to win, so that was a very good battle. 31 turns, and we will post it on the Twitter. Oh, that alone, the Marowak, man. Ooh, I love that thing. I do too, and I figured... 
it would be and it was the ringer but uh i just barely managed to take it out but you did joshua well fought well fought bug catchers thank you for joining us go check out the battle on twitter if you want yes um you can watch the whole thing i don't know if you've ever done it before but we literally post the link to the battle you can go yeah. watch us battle. I don't know if we've ever explained that. We don't always reference it. Plus, we forget sometimes, but we're not going to forget this time. So you can check it out on our Twitter today that this episode came out. Please go do that at EXP Share Pod. That is also what we're called on Instagram. Do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and do follow the show on whatever apps you follow podcasts on. And check out the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers. That's mine. That's supposed to be mine. I don't go there very often because... But I'm supposed to give it the shout. Um, Reddit keeps kicking me off. Excuse me? You're getting shadow banned? They keep shadow banning me. Yeah. You're like posting too much for affinity stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm shadow banned from Reddit, so Josh has to do the Reddit stuff. And it's usually he's the one who talks about Reddit, but it's me this week. Okay. And... I guess I get the scraps, so... And buy merch! You can buy the... Bit.ly slash... You can buy the merch at experienceshare.merch.com. <laughs> I'm just going to take all your bits since you took my fucking ad break from me. I just have this hole in my soul. Oh, yeah, it's like very, very childish. You're childish. <laughs> and you could join us next week where we are taking on... Kahuna Olivia at the Akala Grand Trial. Yes, wow. Kahuna Olivia. We've we've had an interaction with her. She's been in the Alolan Diglet Cave, keeping us from going in there. Yeah, I did venture in there previously. Every time you try to go into the Alolan Diglet Cave, she's like, "Get out of here! You're not ready for this yet." So I guess we'll have to wait. Until it's like next I mean week. I've seen the Diglets and they have like a stupid wig, so I feel like I am ready. <laughs> for it but if you insist kahuna can't wait can't wait to see alola and diglett and doug trio joshua buckcatchers goodbye alola smell you later oh, god damn it smell you later smell you later it's my thing <laughs>